The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon broadcasting from sunny but chilly Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a wonderful day here as it always, always is. I want to thank Alice Cooper again for our theme song. I thank him every week because I really appreciate that he made a song just for the Self-Improvement Show. No more Mr. Nice Guy to us means that when you do a lot of self-improvement work and you begin to take your power back, you learn to set some boundaries and you also learn and begin to use that wonderful word, no. And when you do that, some people think you're not so nice anymore, but hang in there. Um, they'll get over it. And if they don't, look around for some friends that appreciate you and the word no. Um, it's just a fact that sometimes that's how it works. I want to thank our engineer, Chad. Uh, he always does such a fantastic job. And Voice America for making this kind of a broadcast possible. And let me tell you, if you're looking for your own show, you can't find a place that has better engineering, better support staff, better all-around help. And so if you want your show, contact Voice America first. Now, we have a really interesting show today. I, w- I want you to, to think, though, before we introduce our guest about your own life. When you look at your life or anyone's life, you often find that there's some sudden stops, some detours, some meanderings, as one chapter of life closes and another one opens. Now, take a look at your life and see that it can almost be divided into sections, if you will. It's fun to do a timeline and see how one phase merges into another and notice those things and events that influenced you to make those changes. We don't think about it at the time. We're too much in the middle of it. But looking back, you can see something of a pattern. The major events, such as graduation from high school, from college, marriage, having children, job changes, they're frequent now, death of a loved one, a a, a major move, Um, All of these can sometimes trigger an unexpected transition in your life and the beginning of a whole new life path, a way that you really didn't expect to go. 
a profound aha moment, and we all have those, hopefully we all have those, can bring about a major change in the course of your life because life is not static. And hopefully we learn from from session to session or segment to segment, however you want to call it. Today's guest has made some interesting and dramatic changes in his life. He's had an exciting life and has experienced a sort of the, you know, alpha and omega of experiences, and, and he's not even that old. Christopher, we call him Christopher Divine Dines. Christopher Divine Dines, don't you like that? Lives in London. He's a life coach, an author, a former house DJ. His music aliases were Chris Lopez and Splash, or is that all one? We'll talk about that later. His career took off DJing at profiled club nights in his late teens and early 20s, so he's been at it for a while. He worked with the chart-topping UK dance music trio Afro Medusa and remixed some of their singles. Christopher traveled the world as a DJ, particularly in Asia, then left the dance music industry in 2006 to become a life coach. Now, isn't that a switch? And I'm sure he brought a wealth of information to his coaching. Dines is the author of A Ticket to Prosperity Based on Spiritual Success Principles. Daniel DeCrisio was quoted as saying about him, Christopher Dines brings a new energy that can elevate oneself to places one thought was unattainable. And don't we all want that? Dines coaches and speaks at public events on motivational, inspirational concepts and spiritual awareness. Since 2007, Christopher has been active coaching, public speaking, and working on his soon-to-be-published book, The Mystery of Belief, How to Manifest Your Dreams, which is going to be released in March of 2012. It's my pleasure, my honor to introduce to my audience Christopher Dines. Christopher, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you, Irene. It's a pleasure to be here. and That was a wonderful introduction, and I'm, I'm very grateful to be joining you this evening. Oh, I'm delighted because you've had a really interesting life, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> I want you to tell us a little bit about your early life and how you got started as a DJ when you were in, still in your teens. So what was it like growing up for you? I am assuming that was in London. Yes, it was. Yes, I grew up in London, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still very uh, passionate and have a deep um, l- love for music today. But uh, oh, I it, hope it's a love you never get over. Music is in your soul. <laughs> it should be exactly. It's soul food music. Yes. And um, uh, from around the ages of ten, I, I I consciously knew that I wanted to play music, and um, I, I mean, I don't have the time at my command to go too much into it, but I basically started buying records and, and putting on uh, local parties in high school. And uh, in England, there's, there's, um, there's a culture for youth culture called Pirate Radio, uh, which is illegal broadcasting. But it's Italy. kind of one of those things that, that it's, it's, it's accepted in culture. Even politicians accept it. They don't endorse it, but they accept it. I love uh, it. It's illegal, but they accept it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's it's quite an interesting thing, but um, uh, it 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 it's always had a profound and and in some ways a positive uh effect on 
on youth and uh, and I and I got into that and then I started to um uh you know produce records and and uh, and what you know one thing just progressed remixing records uh, negotiating uh different operations and then um just traveling and and everything just fell together into into what became quite a successful DJ career how did you manage being so young and yet traveling the world uh- you know, working with, with music and musicians. That must have been an interesting experience for you. It was a, uh, an incredible experience. There's a lot of, um, there's quite a few lows. I mean, it's very, it's, it's, um, uh, it, it can sound quite glamorous and, um, and it is very exciting to be traveling the, uh, the world and playing at different gigs. But there's also, you know, there's also going to be nights where some gigs aren't as, as as good as you'd hope them to be, and uh, it was very difficult in my teens. Things actually started to really pick up for me um, when I got clean and sober at the age of twenty-one. I, like the last two years of my DJing career, almost came to a halt because of uh, um, obsessive uh, drinking and, and taking drugs and things like that. I mean, I'm I'm clean and sober now. I have been for many years, but um, it was when I got clean and and started to become aware of a new way of living, a spiritual way of living, that's when I was more focused and that's when I got all the big gigs and the big remixes and, and, uh, and things really started to take off. See, that's an interesting thing because I was guessing that it would be very, very hard for a person as young as you were to go out in that environment and not become involved in drugs and alcohol and all the things that look exciting but sometimes don't prove to be so positive. You know, uh, tell us, how did you have an aha moment kind of experience that said, ah, oh, this is not working? You know, h- how did you get out of the drugs and alcohol into the more spiritually, is spiritually related life? My tongue wants to tangle today. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, I, I, it's through suffering, and um, suffering is a great teacher for uh, for human beings. I, I, I was just sick and tired of just being sick and tired. The suffering, um, the lows, you know, the self-loathing, the, you know, just being filled with resentments and things like that and always trying to control and manipulate circumstance rather than uh, letting go. So I hit bottom um, at 21 and, and, I, and I stayed in the music industry for another three and a half years after that. Um, but I, I knew 18 months in of being clean, even when I was in, I remember I was in, um, I was in Bangkok and I just finished DJing at um, the Q-Bar, still running there and I've got good relations with the owners and they've got brands all over Asia. Um, but even then I knew and I, I was saying to the, one of the, the managers there, Matt, who's still over there, that I don't think that this is, I resonate with this anymore, but it, there was momentum, so it took another 18 months after that for me to actually make a decision to go into life coaching and writing. Well, it's a scary kind of decision because you've been living one type of life that moves quickly, very exciting, you know, all of those things into something that's often more contemplative, uh, much slower pace. And, I mean, you have to have the thought, am I going to be able to make a living there? How am I going to exist if I change? I know music. You know, you have to have all of those kind of things 
going on with you, and you're still very young. Mm. I mean, how? And, and you know, it was very frightening. It, it was very frightening. I mean, um, I think with anyone that is, see, the thing is, I don't identify myself uh, as as like, even though I do coaching and I write today and 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 put on like workshops and events, but I don't identify with that. Where um, up until 23, before I left the music industry. I'd identified as being a DJ from the ages of 10. So I had all those years of, you know, saying to myself, that's what I do. I am, it wasn't even that's what I do. I believe that I was a DJ. And so I I actually went through a lot of fear. Um, I mean, 2006 was quite a difficult year. 2006, early 2007, emotionally was very difficult because it was out of my comfort zone. It was actually terrifying. But, you know, I'd always said to people, you've kind of, you've got to walk your fear. So I had to, I had to walk while I was talking and uh, so I got through it and I'm here now. Yeah, sometimes they say the only way out is through. Yes. And you certainly had that concept at that time. We're going to take a break now because I want to go into a new thought when we come back. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show and my guest, Christopher Dines. We'll be right back, so stay tuned. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for us at keyword World Talk Radio. Are you easily hooked? Are you not into the old bait and switch? Do you like to get yourself into fishy situations? We've got a show that will help you with all of these situations and much more. Tune in to Sportsman's Addiction, Got Fish or Got Rum, with MJ Atong, along with her counterparts, Captain Ozzy Gonzalez and Roddy Hayes. If you're in the fishing industry, a weekend hobbyist, or just like to take a nice fishing trip every so often, this show is for you. Sportsman's Addiction, Got Fish or Got Rum, airs live Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Christopher Dines. We're talking about his transition from a DJ, which he had been since the age of 10, 
Uh, now he's 23 and ready to move into the arena of being a life coach. Christopher, I have the thought that you must have had somebody that was teaching you. Did you have a mentor along the way or how did you get from the music realm into the more spiritually oriented realm? Yeah, um, uh, I, w- I was I was 23 when I'd left the music. I'm not actually 23 today. I'm 28. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I, I've you see the thing is I've always had mentors, Irene. But maybe in my teens, some of the mentors I had were um, perhaps not the best influence. Um, but there, there's been a handful of uh, men and women that have um, come into my life over the last seven, eight years that uh, have helped me become aware of um, the essence of who I am and and how. Um, that role of being in tune with the universe and life and um i don't think i'd be here today at this um stage of my awareness had it not been for having mentors that have been put into my path and some of them i'm not even in contact with anymore some people it- come into your life for a little while some people are there for a longer time and some for the duration and isn't it wonderful how the universe has the right person come at exactly the right time. And when they're finished, the next one comes along. Is that what happened to you? Very much so. I yeah. mean, there's one particular gentleman that, um, that uh, is, is, I'd consider a mentor, he's, I'd consider him a good friend. His name's called Eddie Gordon. Um, and he was at, it was his actual idea to go to brand uh, the Christopher Dines brand using the word divinity. And then... Um, a kind of nickname picked up from that and that was his idea and I used to work with him in the music industry and he was also very encouraging um so I you know I correspond with him on a regular basis on email and um I'd consider him to be my mentor because the other people have come and gone but he's kind of he's just there and he's just he's he's just um you know a beautiful human being wonderful to be around he's your steady rock so let's talk about the name Divinity Dines. Tell tell me what that means to you. Well, uh, I, I'm aware that um, I, I, at the essence, the deepest level, why we use that name is um, I am a permanent soul. I am is is the the essence of of reality. I'm a permanent soul. And people come up to me at our workshops and say, what, do you, what exactly do you mean by that? Because I encourage uh, people to ask questions rather than to give lectures and stuff like that. And um, for instance, if you were to hold up a piece of paper that was purple, you can only know that that is a piece uh, of paper that is purple if you have it to compare with something else. Um, so if you've got the color purple, you can only know it's purple if you've got another color that's perhaps red or white or green or orange. Uh, well, we know that everything in the universe um, is, is constantly changing form. We know that nothing in the physical universe is permanent. Even one day this earth and the sun will eventually disintegrate and turn back into uh, pure formless energy. Well, the only way that we can know that, that everything in the universe isn't permanent, is unless we have something to compare it to which is permanent. And that thing that we compare to which is permanent is deep within us because we're timeless, deathless souls um, having a human experience. You know, science studies the physical universe. 
spirituality studies the one observing the physical universe and and also for branding and marketing as well i mean um i've always been good at marketing um uh, any of the brands that i've been about even, even as a teenager in music so the divinity dines is a character but on a deeper level there's there's timeless truth there that we're spiritual infinite beings having a temporary human experience and and, that, and that's a wonderful wonderful concept and goes right along with the teaching of quantum physics these days which i find just fascinating that the the scientists are discovering now what the mystics have known all along i you know i i, I love the whole thing that's happening now in the arena of science so let me ask you this you you talk about spirituality are, are you spiritual or are you religious um, I'm spiritual, uh, and the reason why I say that is that um, I'm open to all, all the. I'm open to the essence of all religions. So, if you look in the New Testament, if you look in the Torah, if you look in uh, the Bhagavad Gita, if you look in the Quran, if you look in the Upanishads, uh, Krishna's texts, the essence of all of the uh, religions is about being present and about love. And love manifests itself in different ways, but they're essentially saying a different thing. But you had different prophets, different teachers uh, that had different uh, metaphors at different times um, throughout human history. But uh, spirituality allows me to be open to all of it and to um, to be in harmony with, with with everyone. I mean, I've got some good friends that are atheists and. Um, they're wonderful people, and and they 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 have a respect that I'm spiritual, whatever that means, and I have a respect for them that they're an atheist, whatever that means. So it's, it just allows me to be open, Irene. I love it. It 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 allows for individual differences. It allows us to disagree agreeably. Um, it, it gives space to grow. Um, nice definition. So in, you've written a couple of books, or you've written one book that's published and you have another one coming out. Do you cover spirituality in your books? Is this the primary focus? Or, you know, let's talk about what you, what you write about. Okay. Um, well, the, uh, Ticket to Prosperity um, came out in July 2010. Um, that was a new improved edition of a book called Power, Love, and Abundance, which was an article. But tic- a ticket to prosperity is, a, is about creating a prosperous life, but working from within. So we go within, and once we go within, we come to a place of stillness and abundance, and it's the feeling of needing nothing. Now, when I feel that I need nothing, and when I'm cu- operating from a place of stillness and abundance and gratitude, it will be very easy for me to magnetize that energy uh, at the level of what we call form or things or, or material um, uh, forms of energy. So a ticket to prosperity is about creating a, a prosperous life. There's like chapters like harmony and providing service and gratitude. Um, but I've got a new book that's coming out called The Mystery of Belief, uh, How to Manifest Your Dreams, which is out on uh, Thursday the 1st of March. And that's about creating a deep, deep belief within oneself because you know without a deep belief nothing really can be created or accomplished even the the great spiritual teachers throughout human history have said you've got to believe you've got to believe in what you do or or nothing will come into fruition 
let's talk a little bit about that. How do you define prosperity? When you talk about prosperity, what do you mean? Prosperity is a state. It's, um, see, everything that's happening around um, uh, the world, if you, if you turn on the news or if you look at particular channels or documentaries, even in our day-to-day life, everything that's happening in, uh, in, in the physical world, the exoteric world, is a result of what's happening in the inner world, which is the esoteric world. So when I talk about prosperity, I'm, I'm, I get the people to bring attention to what's happening within them. See, there's an infinite source of supply because, again, the example that I gave in the first part of the show was that we're permanent souls and we know that we're permanent souls because we can look at the physical universe and see that that isn't permanent and we can, know, we can only know that that isn't permanent if we have something to compare it to which is permanent, which is us. So we're infinite. So where we're, where we're drawing from the infinite, um, as Thomas Troward said, we need never be afraid of taking more than our share. So we operate from prosperity within and then it's expressed without. But it's always starting within. So you're saying that we can have pretty much anything we want. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying tell, that we Tell can me have how it. that translates. I, I, I'm not saying that we can have anything we want um, because uh, every, every single person is having a, a different experience and everyone lives in their own reality. And, and I, it, it would be impossible for me to talk for other people. I don't know how they think what their beliefs are, how they operate, what their perception is, whereabouts they are on their stage in their human evolution. But what I can say is that when we, when we operate from a place of needing nothing, so we're walking down the street and we're not thinking about there's not enough, it's not, it's not happening fast enough. When we're, when we're operating from a place of stillness and abundance, that there's more than enough because we, we feel fulfilled within, then absolutely by the law of um, cause and effect, we will magnetize people, circumstances, and situations, which will give us an opportunity to be more of service to the world, which presents more opportunity for uh, abundance on the material level, if you like, but also, more importantly, with relationships and, and contribution. So most people, when we talk about prosperity, are thinking about those material kind of things. Um, and, and it's interesting that many people who are, are spiritual think they need to be poor to demonstrate their spirituality. I never quite understood why it is that you need to be poor, but um, there is that mindset. Are you saying that that belief that if you're spiritual, you need to be less prosperous would keep them from being prosperous? Is that what you're saying? I've never seen anywhere in any of the great spiritual texts where it it commands uh, the reader to, to be poor on, on, on the physical level, you hit, you hit, I mean, Jesus spoke about blessed are the poor in spirit, in but spirit, what, he meant, yeah. what, what he meant by that is that blessed are the people that, that aren't consumed with compulsive thinking, negative ideas, uh, funny conceptions, uh, judgments, rationalizations and things like that. It's about keeping yourself open, but there's, there's lots of, there's lots of misnomers that are out there, Irene, but I'm, I, Again, we just don't have the time to our, our command to go into that. But no, nowhere does it say that you can't live a prosperous life. That's just a belief, and that's just someone else's perception that's been passed down to others. 
I want to talk about this just a little bit more, but it's time to go to break now. Uh, this is Irene Conlon with my guest, Christopher Dines. We're going to be talking more about prosperity in this world when we come back from break. So stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our favorite press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the World Talk Radio Network. Meet best-selling authors, find tantalizing new books, learn the latest healthy living tips, and be inspired to coach yourself to success on Star Style. Be the star you are every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on World Talk Radio. The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her health hero daughter, Heather Brittany, fire up the airwaves with upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Come play with us. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Christopher Dines. We've been talking about spirituality and prosperity. So let me ask you, Christopher, you're saying then that there's no reason why a spiritual person um, can't have prosperity. Is that, is that what you're saying? The mindset. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. There's there's um there's nothing wrong with it and there's um everything just is. But I mean it's true that you know, we can be more effective in the world if we do have um financial resources at our command to uh provide more service and, and more products and things like that. But you know, prosperity as well, it, it it's an inner state. So yeah. It's about being happy as well, you know. I mean, I, I've got some friends that that are very wealthy uh, financially, and 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 some of them are miserable. Some of them are very happy, but some of them are miserable. So, I think happiness and joy and inner peace, which I which I talk about in a ticket to prosperity, stillness, uh, joy through meditation and things like that. Uh, that's more important than any material form of success or any form or recognition or applause or anything like that, for sure. I couldn't agree with you more. And and you wrote about that in your book, Ticket to Prosperity. But you have a new book out now or coming out very soon. I'm assuming that it's either finished or very close to finished, maybe in the galley stage. The Mystery of Belief, How to Manifest Your Dreams. Wonderful title. Tell us a little bit about that book. 
Thank you, Irene. Um, the, the mystery of belief. You see, we're, we're going through a time at the moment where there's a lot of doubt and worry and fear, and no one really can deny that. Uh, maybe not with it as an individual. I, I don't buy into a lot of the, um, the things that are being put out there, but collectively, there's a lot of fear out there. So there's lots of doubt. Um, so the mystery of belief, how to manifest your dreams, will show anyone how to create a deep, deep belief within themselves from scratch, um, no matter what position they're in in life, because belief is a universal principle. Um, I mean, you know, Jesus spoke about it. Buddha spoke about belief. The Krishna spoke about belief. Again, you can look in the Torah, the Quran. Um, if you look at uh, many people in sports, and they will, they will say that belief is their foundation. Uh, athletes, politicians, in all walks of life, no one can create or manifest anything uh, wonderful, whatever wonderful is to you, uh, without the belief that you can do it. And you see, if you've got a deep belief within yourself, things just flow. Um, you know, the action is more enjoyable. There's less resistance. And uh, there's no limit to really what you can create as a human being. But also, it's, it, it's just a nice feeling to walk around, to be able to believe in yourself, not to be cocky or arrogant. And again, as you believe, you know, so it shall be done unto you, as, as the great spiritual teacher taught us over 2,000 years ago. And it's interesting that for many, many years, it wasn't okay to believe in yourself. It was called pride. Uh, we heard all kinds of things about that. And now we're hearing more and more about how important it is to believe in ourselves, to love ourselves, to know who we are. Um, do you talk about that in your book? I do. There's, I mean, there's various chapters there, like chapter one, for instance, is follow your heart's uh, there's a chapter there called feeling. There's a chapter there called releasing shame and negativity. Like what you just said, Irene, we, many of us have been programmed that to, you know, to believe in ourselves is somewhat arrogant or egocentric. And the, the chapter four, releasing shame and negativity in the book, The Mystery of Belief, uh, helps to release all of that. There's a chapter there called give and be present, faith into action, a happy, positive attitude, uh, extra effort. So, I mean, it's it's just under 200 pages long, um, but there's some real incredible information in here, and uh, belief has has put, taken me to where I am again, whatever that means. Um, but there's no way that I could have been DJing or, or or remixing the records or even writing. I mean, you know, keep in mind I'm I'm a high school dropout. I I, I left school at 15. Technically, I was asked not to come back into school apart from uh -huh. doing a few exams. And, and I flunked those exams. I got kicked out my science exam for being uh, drunk and disorderly. So I still have no academic education, but I've always believed that I could write books. And I've got a fantastic editor. Mary Mack has edited this book. So I get my ideas. I write all the books myself and I bring an editor to come in. Um, but again, you know, it's belief that's given me to do that. Without that belief, we, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't be here now because there'd be no reason for you to interview me. See, I find that wonderfully fascinating. And, and what I'm thinking is there's such a difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge. You talk about following your heart. And this is coming to us after some of us have been years in being told, 
you have to trust your head, your mind. You don't follow your emotions. And we didn't even hear about following your heart. If you did what you really, really wanted to do, some people might look at you and think you're a little selfish. Let's talk a little bit about following your heart. What do you tell people about that? Um, Follow your heart is, you're right, I was conditioned um, growing up in society, uh, Irene, that, you know, always, you know, you discuss, uh, you use your reason and, and, and things like that. And the mind is a wonderful tool, and, um, but the mind is there to be directed from the soul. So I'm a permanent soul, and the soul speaks through the heart. Now, my heart always knows the right decision. Now, it's my duty as a, as a, as a human being who has a heart to, to get inside and to listen to my heart and then to direct the mind to follow the directions of the heart, not the other way around. See, lots of people, like I did for many years, they try and um, operate from their mind first, and that's how they cause a lot of suffering for themselves and others by doing that. I mean, we can just look at the last uh, president of the United States and a few English prime ministers previous to that 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 have caused a lot of suffering in the world because they've tried to rationalize uh, and, and to use reason with such important decisions where their heart truly deep within them would have told them it's not a good idea to do this but it can be quite dangerous if we let the mind come in so the, the soul always speaks through the heart and the soul knows best because the soul is permanent uh, the, you know the, the, the soul will be here when the body and the mind is of no longer use um, the soul is permanent and that's a good and- place to operate from too bad we can't remember where it's been before. Let's get down to where the rubber meets the road. You're saying that we have to go within, we have to listen to the heart. How do you teach people to do that? Through uh, meditation and um, through just being present, through breathing deeply, focusing on my breathing and, and giving space, allowing space in the environment that I'm in to sit down. And if there's something bothering me, just to sit down and say, okay, you know, what's troubling me? And just to, just to listen to an intuitive thought or feeling. And, and we've all experienced having intuitive thoughts or feelings where we've known that something is right for us or we've known where something is not a good idea. Now, sometimes we can ignore that quiet voice, that inner voice which I write in there. Sometimes we can listen to it. But if we, if we follow our inner guide, which is the heart speaking to us through the direction of the soul we will have very little problems in comparison to if we just operate from the mind so meditation is a wonderful wonderful technology to be open to the heart and the soul and it's easy to talk about it but sometimes when you really start working on it it's not that simple so do you do you teach people how to meditate how do you get somebody for instance who's let's say you have a friend who's really busy in the music world he's in the you know the heart of it he's you know rushes from one thing to another how do you get him to slow down enough to even want to go within what do you do? Um, it's, it's, see, meditation is, um, for someone that's got a high-paced uh, job, if they're a, a DJ and they're constantly traveling, it can be difficult for them to get uh, moments to sit down. But all of us, 
there's not one person that can't set aside five minutes. Um, so what I what I became aware of is that um, many people find it very difficult to sit with themselves um, for five minutes in silence. So I created um, a number of guided meditation audios. So uh-huh. let's suppose, uh, and I do. I get I, I I coach quite a few DJs that I used to work with, and one of them might send me an email, and, and something's going on, perhaps in their life. And I'll send them an, an email, a click of a button with a link with a guided meditation so they can put it on their iPod and they can listen to it on a plane and just close their eyes. And it's easier that way they, they feel more relaxed because they're not sitting with the voices in their head and they're, they're being guided. So that's, that's how we've kind of got through that obstacle, through guided meditation. I mean, people are so divided these days, so you know, pulled in so many directions. That's a wonderful, wonderful solution and help. Uh, and I would think that you you must have some that are available to anybody who would like to get some of your meditations. Would you? Is, is that true? Absolutely. Yeah, they can. Um, whoever's listening, you can go to. Uh, you just type in Christopher Dines or Divinity Dines on YouTube, and and there's a few uh, meditation audios there. I mean, we sell some as well, but there are some some complimentary ones we put online because we're aware that. Um, it, it, it's always it's always good to uh, to supply something that, that's universal so that everyone can have a taste. You know, there'll be some people that can afford to pay for audios. There'll be some people that can't. Well, that's okay. We've got some online that's on YouTube. Fantastic. Um, in your but you you talk a lot about. Believing in oneself, how do you address that in the, in the new book? I'm assuming that you do. Oh, of course. Every chapter leads to how to believe in oneself. See, the thing is, I know some people, um, and they believe in themselves, and I, and I mentioned this in uh, Chapter 4, Releasing Shame and Negativity, and you'll see it as well in popular culture, Irene, where people get to uh, levels where they might get applause and people say, wow, you know, they've done really well with this. But they always find a way of sabotaging, and they believe they could they could create what they they wanted to create, but they didn't really believe deep down that they were worthy of keeping it. So they self sabotaged, and and I did that as well in my teens. I mean, I, the amount of things that I would um, like create and 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 get people working together, and I'd sabotage it by perhaps you know missing meetings or. Um, turning up, you know, drunk to particular meetings during the day in, in London, which just was unacceptable behavior. Uh, and I sabotaged. And what it was is because deep down I had shame. I didn't really feel that I was worthy of it. And uh, there's some practical and quite easy tools, if they're applied, how to release shame and negativity in, in my new book, The Mystery of Belief, How to Manifest Your Dreams. Sounds good. The, there's a little phrase in Latin, non hobbit, non dobbit. You can't give what you don't have. Yes. So, you know, you can't help somebody else get their life straightened out if you don't believe in your own um, and, and accept who you are as a, a you know, as a being. Um, and you know what? That takes us again right up to another break. I want to talk more about this when we come back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Christopher Dines. We'll be right back with more, so stay tuned. 
Follow us on Twitter at World Talk Radio. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's World Talk Radio. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Are you where you want to be in life? Are you experiencing the happiness that you're entitled to? How'd you like to improve your life and well-being? Take a weekly break to listen to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life with your hosts, Jim and Lynn Swearingen. You'll learn how hypnosis can truly help you rewrite the chapters of your life. You'll also learn to change perceptions of what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest today, Christopher Dines, talking to us from London. We've been talking about his new book, The Mystery of Belief, How to Manifest Your Dreams. Christopher, tell the audience again how they can get in touch with you, how they can find your books, how they can find your tapes, how they can get on the list to get the new one as soon as it comes out. Okay. Um, You can... Catch me on social networks. I'll, I'll give you my uh, my home website. It's uh, christopherdines.com. That's uh, christopherdines.com. Um, you can, as a matter of fact, you can actually download a complimentary copy. It's a guided meditation. It's called the Power of Gratitude. That's a complimentary free, uh, free gift uh, when you sign up, and I can keep you posted there with. Uh, our workshops, our seminars and events and, and new books. I'm also on Twitter as well. It's at Divinity Dines. I'm on Facebook and, uh, of course, the YouTube channel as well. Uh, so I'm on most social uh, networks. And, um, but I, I, I definitely operate probably on Twitter more so than, than the rest. So you know how to reach Christopher. I would tell you to go and go through his website. It's very interesting and it's extremely well done. He has some remarkable videos on his site. Um, it kept me there for much, much longer than I had planned and, and took me away from my own um, little time plan that day. Uh, was wonderful, Christopher. You've you've just you've got some really high quality stuff available to the people Thanks. who visit your website. I really mean that. One Thanks. of the chapters at the end of your new book is called Persistent Flow. What do you mean by that? That's a brilliant question. Um, perseverance and persistence is essential for um, for anything, whether it's 
being persistent in uh, learning how to meditate or learning how to practice yoga or learning how to build a house or learning how to, to read and write. Um, however, there comes a point where if I'm, if I'm, if I'm totally obsessed with something, I, what, what will happen is that I'll create resistance and then thoughts will consume my mind such as it's not happening fast enough, it's why isn't it working, it's, it's not coming right now how I want it. Um, now remember where attention flows, uh, energy goes and whatever you resist persists and what that means is that if a human being is giving out energy to the universe that look, I'm doing lots of work, I'm working really hard, um, uh, blood, sweat and, t and tears but it's not happening fast enough, if they're giving that energy out to the universe, <laughs> by law the universe will, will give them experiences that resonate with the energy that they're putting out. So they will attract people, places and circumstances that will prove that their theory is that it's not happening fast enough and this will cause more frustration, more suffering. So the reason why the, the final chapter is persistent flow is that to, to continue to be persistent, continue to persevere, but know when to let go. When you've done your work, when you've done your job, let go. You know, in, in many different religions, there's a, there's a saying, let go and let God. Yes. Uh, if, you know, if you're an atheist or an agnostic, we can word it like this. If you've put loads of effort in, uh, if you've done your very best, then take it easy and relax. Go and go for a walk in the park or yeah. go and go, know, have, go and have fun. A go have fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go have fun. Go have a cuppa. Yeah. Exactly. A cuppa. Yeah. Uh, you talk. <laughs> I, I love the a cuppa. I used to have a friend who was from England and was called the ambassador of tea. And he gave me something that talked about a cuppa. I can't, it's been a long time. You talk a lot about being present in the moment in, in your books, and you talk about it in the new one, I, I'm sure. Uh, how do you teach people to be present in the moment? Not an easy concept to teach. It's extremely difficult because um, the conditioning in society is it's always about the future, the future, the future. Um, However, it gets to a point where one can be accomplishing loads of different things and, and society around could be saying, well done, but it's not enough. You know, it's never enough. There's, there's never a limit to how many different businesses you can create or how many um, projects that you can manifest. There's never any limits to how many different relationships you can be in. Um, it's limitless, but that, that will never fulfill you. Um, but when I come into the present moment and, and I'm still and I'm uh, aware that life is happening now, then there's a, there's a deep inner joy. I feel fulfilled. I'm at one with the universe. And that's where, again, uh, prosperity and abundance comes from. Now, at our workshops, uh, again, for beginners, we have uh, guided meditation where we, we play an audio with some uh, chilled out music and some uh, like uh, a guided uh, conversation layering on top or we ask people just to focus on the life breath just to breathe in and breathe out and, and just to do that for maybe a few minutes just to focus on your breathing and, and by doing that when you see when I'm focusing on my breathing I'm not focusing on my thoughts and therefore I become present and and then I realize wow when I get negative thoughts 
the negative thoughts aren't me. They're just negative thoughts that are, um, that are streaming through the human mind. And then that gives me a lot of freedom and it actually gives me more power. And, and that's what I mean by presence. So I talk about that in, um, in chapter six in uh, The Mystery of Belief. It's a chapter called Give and Be Present. Give and be present. Okay, what do you mean by give and be present? Well, when, when I'm present and um, I'm aligned in, in the moment, um, the, the, natural, the natural response, not reaction, but the natural response is to, is to want to give to life because when I'm in the present moment, there are no thoughts whatsoever that can consume the mind saying that there isn't enough, it's all coming to an end. The world's going to end. There's not enough resources. <laughs> yeah. those, those are just thoughts. When I'm in the present, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the level of um, permanence. I'm at the level of uh, the, the infinite because, again, we're permanent souls. So it's just a natural, intuitive feeling to give. But there's a science to giving as well in there, which I mentioned, because uh, there, there's got to be intelligence with giving um, because in some instances to give might not be the intelligent thing to do. So with love, there's also got to be intelligence. Um, Yeah, there's all kinds of giving. And sometimes, this is a strange way to put it, but sometimes giving includes withholding for a while. Mm. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. uh, There's just all kinds of ways that we need to, to give, and if we're aware and in the moment, we'll know what that is. But yeah, if we're all busy and scattered, we'll never pick up the clues. We just won't. You teach this in your workshops and events, don't you, Christopher? I do. and um, I mean, even uh, we had a, a workshop just um, a couple of weeks ago called Release Your Fears and Worries in Hampstead, London. And even giving Irene could be a smile, a genuine, yes. you know, a sincere smile, not a fake one, a, a sincere smile um, or shaking someone's hand. And, um, you know, we, we talk about all these things in our workshops. We do events here in London um, and we incorporate music um, and, we've, you know, we've got workshops taking place next year. And, and, and that's, that's a way of bringing people together and, 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 and building a positive environment so they can take that back into their personal lives, their family lives, their their work environment, their social life. It's a very powerful thing that we do. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a big question. There are a lot of coaches out there. There are a lot of workshops and seminars and all of these kind of things to attend, people to follow. What makes your events, what makes your teaching different from all the other ones? Why should I come to your workshop instead of somebody else's? Well, ah. <laughs> there's, um, it depends what one resonates with. I mean, if one wants to go to uh, a workshop where the emphasis is on um, you know, how to make a quick buck on the internet, or if someone wants to kind of get rich quick, then our, our events aren't, aren't for them. If you want to uh, if you want to get some tools that will last you for life, if you want to become aware of the, the, the divinity within you, the infinite, um, creative, spiritual, wonderful being that you are, if you want to learn how to manifest a happy, positive attitude, 
And if you want to mix with some, some brilliant people, because we attract all walks of life, then our events are for you. Um, if you want to be uh, in a negative environment, if you want to be in an environment where everyone's kind of just trying to hustle and, 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 there's, and, and there's an environment of lack and limitation, again, which are a lot of events that teach you how to make a quick buck online, then again, our events aren't for you. What a great answer. Are you ever going to come on this side of the pond with your workshops and seminars? Yeah, Mary Mack and I, we're coming to Los Angeles in 2012 in America. Fantastic. Um, when? We're, 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 we're confirming a date. We'll know by New Year's Eve and then we book the flights. Um, we will branch out to America. I mean, that, uh, see, it's, it's, um, it's far more challenging in England and in London uh, doing this stuff than it is in America. Uh, in America, there's just an abundance of um, people that accept personal development and personal growth or self-improvement and spirituality. Yes. In it's, England, it's shifting gradually in England, but it's a bit, you know, we've kind of got to put... put you're going to get there. We, oh, of course. We you're are there. Get we are there. So we're right up at the end of the show, Christopher. What's the last thought you'd like to leave with our listeners? It's from the Upanishads. It's an ancient uh, text. It's thousands of years old. And if one would like to meditate on this, and it goes like this. From abundance, they took abundance, and still abundance remained. I'm going to say that one more time. From abundance, they took abundance, and still abundance remained. Wonderful thought. Christopher, thank you so very much. You've given us a lot to think about. I really appreciate your work. And thank you so much for having me here, Irene. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'm tremendously grateful. We'll have to do it again. And when you get on this side of the water, you'll have to give me a call and get you on again. Yes. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying thanks for being with us today and join us again next week. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.